0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast. It's Reclaimed Audio
1: with your hosts, Bill Pinsky, Bill Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 109 for December 6th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters, I'm going to take a deep breath because it's a big long list Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, stop scribbling. Hey, Scott can't... Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws from Mancrafting, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Rory May, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, Marcin Shichapinski, LiquidRC.com, and our newest $10 spot dude guy, Mike Jeffcoat from Leatherneck Garage. So, oh, oh, nope. yeah, we gotta do that. There it is. That is. That's the quality announcement you get from reclaimed audio. <laughs> Was it worth it? <laughs> I mean, worth it. Uh, so yeah. So that's amazing, and uh, you know, humbling as always to to see that list grow and grow and grow. So we're mm. we're super thrilled to have all you guys aboard and all of our patrons. You know, frankly, uh, we're we're super happy, and and everybody who who. Uh, You know, as a patron on Patreon, gets access to the pre-show, which we just recorded. So this week's is, if I can say, a nice bit of audio quality. So, well,
2: it involves us beating the heck out of Bill for a while. So, (laughs) oh yeah. So (laughs) I guess it's the same as
1: always.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much. I I don't remember for the course. All I remember (laughs) is the the snuggle fest that is being in your presence, both of you. And there he is, making it awkward. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: So, what are we working on? What do we have on the old benchy bench? Why don't you you go first, Mr. Lutz?
0: Well, I I got two things I want to talk about being on. Um, uh, Maybe I've said too much. At Maybe Podcast, let me guest on there. In fact, that will be out before this will. So, if you're hearing this, listen to that. How's that for some time warpage? But I got to guests on there and uh, Izzy Swan, uh Mike Laffey, and uh Joel Crawford, and it was a blast. It was an absolute blast, and uh, I'm very honored and excited they would have me there. And then what am I working on? I just got I just put out a video today, which is we're recording Sunday. Oh see, now I'm screwed up with the time warp again. Anyway, there's a video out. Uh and I took my my uh my workbench and I And I tore it apart completely and re-put it back together with the restorer that we got from uh, the inventor of the restorer, Mr. Uh, Kundal. Mr. Robert Kundal, I believe. And I just want to say I am honestly uh, impressed. We said we'd do a shout-out. Here it is. It was a cool little tool. I I, Yeah, I I absolutely plan on using it for uh, some other projects. I know... Its limitations, what it can do, and I think it's it's a kick butt little tool. So I'm I, I thank you again, Robert, and I also want to give a shout out to Brian Lane. He kind of set that up, and he's going to be my weekly shout out too. But I guess Spoilers. I screwed that up. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But and then one, one qu- two more quick shout outs. One we'll more, seven more with.
1: quick. One one more ten minute segment.
0: Um, Bob Lee. Uh, Just a maker in the community And we love Bob And he's home again He was having some health issues So welcome home, Bob And then the other thing is uh, Maylene From Denmark Uh, Watch my video
2: yeah I love Maylene
0: Yes And she said something about Because my video started off with Because I was kind of chilly this morning At 52 degrees And I said I was all bundled up And she said I don't know Blah, blah, blah But then she said the word Grusant which in Danish, apparently I had to look it up means cruel. So <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I guess they
0: are really cold in Denmark right now. It's a different um, part of
2: the planet there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mayleen, I love you. Thank you for watching. And, and it was fun, smiles and funs. But yeah, I made this video. It was pretty cool. And I did some stuff on that, the kind of time with our topic. So uh, that'll be fun. Anyway, hi guys. What's going on? All right. So, what's our topic?
1: Tim, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you're working on? Oh, or uh, that. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Oh, you're done talking, so you're ready to get to talking again? <laughs> <laughs> That uh, no, just
1: a warm-up. Yeah.
2: Quickly, quickly about uh, Bill's video. I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I just started watching it before we started recording. And, I, and I, Bill, I, I said this to you in the pre-show, and I'll say it to you again here publicly so people can hold it against me. Um, I thought you did a fantastic job of what I've seen so far in this video of your, of your presentation and the way you were working with the camera and speaking and everything. I thought it was fantastic. So
0: I uh, super appreciate it coming from you, Tim. Yeah, Thank so you. Now it's sincerely. the third time you've heard it, so,
2: so get over it. I'm done being it was nice. Pre like pre show, pre show, <laughs> yeah.
0: and on the show. You guys can berate yeah. me the rest of the show, and I'll be happy with that. Okay. Terrific. Okay. Great. Well, let's,
1: let's, let's start do now. It. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well,
1: well
0: first off. What I'll, color uh, shirt is that? What is that? Salmon? <laughs> it's, it's pronounced salmon. 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 No, it's no. definitely not. But go ahead, Tim. <laughs> salmon. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, what have I been
2: working on? I have been packaging. Squares, my my little multi-tool tool thing that I invented. I am the inventor of the square, my new <laughs> Instagram my new
1: Instagram yeah. handle. <laughs>
2: um, I they, they came in at the, at the middle of last week. I was up until like 3 in the morning printing out shipping labels, and then I was in, in the shop, and I had my father-in-law helping me out. My wife helped out a lot in advance cutting the labels and, and shipping these things out. And so I had done the pre-sale, as some of you may know, and then I did the post-pre-sale, and now they're finally done. And what I expected was that half of them would sell in the pre-sale, and then I would have, like, this month of December in the holiday shopping season that people would buy the rest of them. I posted a video today saying that they're out, all the pre-sales taken care of, and I have some left. I had hardly any left at the beginning of, like, the now regular sale, and I sold uh, so many of them today. I mean, I'm, um, by the time this podcast airs, I'll be sold out. This, uh, it's just, wow. It's just been... An amazing, amazing experience, um, and I went. I I thought I was overshooting on how many I I made this time, and uh, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, I've had all these ideas throughout the course of my life. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been bad. Some of them I've pursued, like snow ski double bass or you know satellite dish recliner chair, you know. And some of them I haven't pursued. And uh, and for one of them to be successful and useful like this is just this like really super like amazing feeling uh, just uh, it's um, I, I almost, I almost feel like it like, like justifies my existence to this point. And so now the question is, what am I going to do now? Because there there might still potentially be a demand. And um,
0: yes, I dad. have it. Um, so first of all, the square, I'm going to use it. <laughs> <What a> <laughs> <jerk>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you were saying that you were printing all these labels and writing and, and stuff. You're welcome for this. I don't need a royalty. This is for you from me because I love you. If you take the tip of that square, the very point part, that's the all. Mm-hmm. Now you take and laser slice that in half. You can slip in a tiny little itty bitty quill point and it can be like a quill pen. Up. You can dip it in ink <laughs> and you can write with it. You're welcome. The there you next, go, it. That's version 3.0.
2: Because I'm going to write 600 address labels in 2017. That's, that's the most efficient way with a quill. Why not?
1: <laughs> it's elegant.
2: <laughs> it would you be know? beautiful. Yeah.
1: yeah. I yeah. mean, assuming you actually are a calligrapher.
2: And then after I do that, I'm going to get
1: on my horse and I'm going to ride <laughs> to the next country <laughs> where it's going
0: to. I and hand things. deliver one to Tim or uh-huh. Phil. Phil.
1: And sprinkle that's some right. wood shavings from a jar you keep with you. Oh God, that's never gonna go away.
0: He'd be like Johnny Appleseed, but for walnut shavings. That's Johnny right. Walnut seeds. <laughs> Johnny Walnuts. Johnny Walnuts. Jo- that's Johnny a new name. Walnuts. That, that is was... a tre-
1: tremendously positive nickname. Yeah, that, that was... is sticking now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Walnuts. Well, that was what that was what they used to call me when I was a member of the New
1: York Mob. Was, right, was, Johnny Walnuts Yeah, who's going to take care of that problem yeah. don't worry about it Johnny, Johnny Walnuts, Walnuts is all it. over it <laughs> he's
2: got the square he's got everything he needs
1: he's a friend of ours he's a good guy he's a good guy he's it. a wise guy yeah <laughs> Johnny Walnuts not going to throw anything out Nicky Eyes we got, uh... <laughs> we got we got Johnny Walnuts over there in Connecticut he'll take care of it go. instead of Johnny go and <laughs> get your shine box Johnny Walnuts <laughs> <laughs> no, shine box <laughs> uh,
2: alright and that's, that's so that's what I've been doing
0: <laughs>
1: Oh my god, Johnny Walnuts, that is a (laughs) lot of stuff.
0: (laughs) How about you, Phil? What have you been doing?
1: Well, not as much as Johnny Walnuts over there. Hey, you know, I'm a busy guy. Hey, yo, hey. Um, He's
0: a a made man. He's a made man, that gentleman.
1: He is a made man. (laughs) He's a make man.
0: Make man. Oh, that's my license plate. I'm going to start a new trend. I made. (laughs) I made.
1: Where? In your pants? I mean what are you talking about? That is the worst idea ever. It's horrible. In so many levels. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause if you get a license plate that said I made, I'm gonna have stickers made up that say a boom boom.
0: I'm gonna
1: say <laughs> <laughs> <gonna skip> <laughs> oh, right.
0: Phil, okay, what have you been up? Sorry.
1: To? I'm sorry. Oh, you're sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Uh, Do you need to read the letter again?
1: Uh, Yes. Oh, yeah. No, you don't need to read it. But last week when Bill said the thing about the N for the knight and we made fun of him because he doesn't know how to spell, as it turns out, that is common notation for the knight because the K is already used for the king. That being said, he didn't say it on purpose, so I'm only going to give a half apology. I'm sorry.
2: I'll give a hundred percent shout out to Jim Marullo. Is that right? Yeah. Pronouncing it right? Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent shout out for for a fantastic car talk letter. I, I yeah. love I love when people. <laughs> it it's it's like it's like, it's an, it's longer than most of the essays I wrote in high school, in <laughs> double space. But it, it was brilliant, and it was uh, thank you so much. We we all have had a blast with that letter. But Jim, Bill's, Bill's still
0: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, thank you very much. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, if you want to hear some serious praise. You become a patron, you can hear it in the pre-show, and I read the whole entire wow. thing to everybody. Look at him, it's not
1: episode. an accident that we leave the praise in the pre-show where only a few people could hear it. <laughs> <That's
0: true. laughs> Especially if it's for me, right? And, and, you my,
2: and my witty reply. <laughs> That's right. You're oh, come on. You don't reply. have
0: any wits. You're Johnny Walnuts.
1: <laughs> you dis-
2: disrespect me in front of Phil Pinsky?
1: right. <laughs> this cannot stand. You got to whack this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wake up with, with the, the square beard, with the all with bed the pointed <laughs> <laughs> right. so the beard, wake, right? wake up in bed bear... <laughs> that's right <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Anyways, what's our topic never disrespect Johnny Walnuts <laughs> that's right.
1: you, you only disrespect him once
0: yeah uh, that is true that's a time <laughs> come on today. back on track what's our topic come on uh, we no, uh, we well no I didn't topic. say what I was
1: working on so let's get even further back on track um uh, <laughs> I haven't really been. I don't remember. Did I do anything? I didn't do much. I keep uh, what I did was I added a drawer and handle to my uh, to my planer cart. It's the first time I've ever made a drawer or a handle. so nice. Yeah. Well, they're mm. not so nice. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> maybe no, I'll post mine mean, too. If ago. that's
0: it's a, if that's the first time you've made one, it um, good for breaking that cherry because yeah. that's it's Drawers seriously. are they're a little intimidating and tricky at first. Yes, absolutely.
1: But to be honest with you, like I uh, just—it's nothing crazy, but it's super useful now. I have a plate, like a really deep drawer, because it's a big opening for things like my plunge router base and you know some Mm. accessories for the jointer. So they were just sort of sitting on the bench. Now they're. So how
0: old is the youngest one now?
1: Of what, my children? Yes, five months.
0: Okay, so I expect next week's project to be a baby changing station with drawers dovetail cabinetry yeah. dovetails
1: yeah definitely yep. uh the other thing that i'm sort of well f- in future we're gonna my next video is going to be a little bit of experimentation with um a new new sponsors piece of equipment I, i'm working with this new uh led light sponsor and uh they're Ooh. sending me some stadium lighting which i'm going to convert into video production lighting so it's a bit of experimentation and
0: stadium it- lighting
1: It's just, that's what they call it, but basically it's meant to be outdoor lighting, and it's like these massive, powerful um, LED panels, and I'm I'm going to use it for video production, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to add some, like an opaque filter over it so that it'll diffuse the light better, so it won't be so harsh, Mm. because what happens when you have light that's too, that isn't through a diffuser, it just sort of like makes your face look super shiny and gives it like these hot spots. So you need to diffuse it and make it more of a soft light, like you normally use in a softbox. So, anyways, experimentation—we're going to see where that goes. No,
2: that's a, that's a you know what you might find useful is if you could make a diffuser, if you could make it something that you could remove, like a Velcro attachment or something. Because I have a I have a work light; it's like an LED work light that I use, yeah, uh, for when I'm working because you know I'm in my 40s, so my I need a lot of light now. I'm getting to be like Rod Reyes with the <laughs> with the lights in the shop, and oh um, God. and then yeah. uh. And and then I use that also when I'm doing like the, my talkies to the video camera, so I'll spin right. it around. And then I have that glare thing. And so I've thought about that, like, oh I should just get some wax paper and make something quick to to diffuse it, you know, but uh, but then I want to take it off when I'm using it for a work life. For you sure.
0: You know. What about like a shoji screen in front of it as opposed to something that attaches to it?
1: Well, my plan is is because I have like a, a fairly large piece of eighth inch acrylic. Oh. And you just sand the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah, so then it work. just becomes it literally becomes a diffuser. Yeah, like you'd have on a normal light fixture. And don't even sand, don't even sand the hell brown.
2: out of it. Just sand the heck out
1: of it because that'll the 220. Just it'll scuff. Yeah, yeah, just
0: use your palm sander real quick. Right. Boom, 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 yeah. Boom, yeah. boom, So
1: that's what I'm going to do, and mm. then I'll I'll put some like brackets on it. so It just hooks on because just a panel. So on it. you can take it off too if you want. Yeah, too, yeah. excellent. And then yeah. basically that'll be the whole video. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited to do that because from a production video point of view, right now what I'm using for my lighting is a coffee can with a light bulb in it. On a on a stand that I made, so that's that's my production lighting. Yeah, but currently. that's
0: kind of what I love about you in particular is the coffee can light. That is the reclaimed audio like uh, spirit there, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it, before I had overhead lighting, that's what I was using in my videos, which is why they were way darker in the beginning, and then starting at, uh, I guess I put up some T8 lighting, but then lined up being horrible, and then I switched it out for all those E26 like. Light fixture that I made myself. I I, I don't know. I made a video about it, but after that, it's been amazing in the shop. The only thing that's been missing is the production lighting.
2: When when I first moved into my current shop, um, four or five years ago now, I'm not sure. Uh, it was just empty garage space, you know, and so the part of the deal with the landlord was he was going to put in a bunch of, you know, I have some fluorescent overheads in there right, and, um, and outlets. And so he told me to go in and I could draw with chalk all over where I wanted outlets and he'd put them all in wherever I wanted them and they'd put the lights in and stuff. But then the guy got delayed that was doing it. And so I was in that shop for about a month and you can see it. There's a period in my YouTube channel where you can see when I was in the shop and it was just, I had one light bulb in a, in a can in the ceiling that worked and I yeah. had one outlet that worked. And so I just walked around. I had an extension cord hooked to my belt loop of my pants, oh, and I just so walked it, around. <laughs> you know,
0: it sounds it was, like both of you have just tried well, to do what you could at the time in order yeah. to make things uh, happen, kind so of the, like. On
2: the fly. So the landlord will get – I haven't quite gotten there yet, okay. but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So the landlord said to me when I was in there, he's like, he's like, well, I want you to be able to move in. And I knew it was going to take me some time, you know, to get in and stuff. He's like, you know, so he just gave me the month. He's like, I'm not going to charge your rent until the lights are in. You can go in. Here's the key, you know? And so I got in and I started working in there. It took a while. And, um, he had left in another part of the barn, that led light I was just talking about a couple minutes ago. So I got a work, work, light on a stand that you would use. And, uh, and so I said, Hey, can I take that? And he's like, yeah. And that is my video production light like, still <laughs> jackpot you know four years later um and because you know i was just working on the fly with what i had and so mm-hmm. this week's
0: topic is bill <laughs> oh um baking, hell of a segue tim baking under pressure
2: yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. no the topic is 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 on the fly um and I'm going to let Phil explain more because me thinking of this is just after I do my laundry, I, I put my pants on the floor and I stand on top of them to flatten them out instead of ironing them. And I'm standing on the zipper. Therefore, I am on the fly. Get it? Because I said that.
1: Wait. <sighs> Tim,
0: please. <coughs>
1: Thank you. So on the fly, what, we, what we've been doing recently um, is basically throwing out phrases And then building topics around what we think sounds cool as a topic name. So we came up with on the fly. I think Bill said on the fly. That sounds cool. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds cool. And then I was like, hmm, what could that mean? And then we sort of built something around it. But it really resonated with me because I I don't want to speak for everybody, but certainly for myself, everything that I've been doing from the YouTube channel to the Etsy to the, you know, just having a shop, being a maker has literally all been on the fly. It's not like I had some grand master plan and I'm following it to the T. You know, I'm groping in the dark and I think a lot of us are to sort of figure out what we're doing in this space and what this movement is and how it's evolving. I know I've had some conversations with Izzy in that regard and that if there was some more planning, maybe it would accelerate what this is. But I kind of like that it's just growing organically and, you know, it is what it is and that we're making mistakes and learning from them. Um, actually, one thing that I did want to talk about, because I just got an email from the supplier, I haven't talked about ironandsoul.com in a little while, Mm. but, uh, looks like they're confirming that I'm going to be getting my inventory, so, uh, I'll be able to fulfill all (laughs) congratulations! Anyways, I'm sorry to everyone who placed their pre-sale orders, (laughs) like, a year ago, and I'm finally going to be able to fulfill them, but I'll send out an email to everyone who who purchased and, uh... Yeah, but isn't well, ever-
0: isn't that another example of you trying something out on the fly? I mean, exactly. that wasn't definitely right. Mm.
1: Definitely, and I mean, it was an on the fly tool because-
2: manufacturer representative.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I I took a bit of a risk, right? So opening it up to pre sales. I mean, the risk is that I kind of look look foolish. You know, that's the risk, and I think that's sort of what's worrisome to a lot of people. I don't care about looking foolish. I do a podcast every week about woodworking, so I'm not really worried about that. With that but guy. <laughs> I'm not pointing. I was. <laughs> but I'm pointing yeah.
0: too, look.
1: Yeah. That's not your index finger. Anyway, so um <laughs> Yeah, so you know, it is a bit of a risk, and it was on the fly, and and you know, and, and I appreciate everybody who sort of went on this adventure with me, and I think that's what we're all doing. We're like co pilots for each other's adventures in, in mm. this space. And I think that's really cool.
2: That is that's
0: a really cool way to put it. I like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, except I, I for think, Bill, he's more of a passenger.
0: <laughs> you guys got me in the back of the dinghy. Come on, you know, you're just towing me along. Well, you're
1: really more in the cargo hold. Yeah,
0: with the pets. You know? <laughs> with with no air holes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, on the fly, seriously, it, it, it encompasses so much about this community. I mean, really, it does. Um, even Even all the way down to just... For each individual project, you know, you're talking about uh, the larger scale of things. I'm talking about this last video I did. On the fly, uh, I needed to cut something wider than the capacity of my table saw f- fence. So I threw a huge piece of angle iron on top of my other workbench that's on the wall and used that as a fence and actually moved the table saw away from that the exact distance I needed. Um, and trust me, that's not something I thought about, you know, I'm going to make a video and then I'm going to need a wider table saw fence. So I'll do this. That's just part of what you do in almost Where, every project,
1: you know, where'd you come up with that? Cause that was genius.
0: I've done that in the past in different situations, you know, you, like, especially on, if, if you're on a construction site or if you're, if you're out in the field, you've yeah. really got to have some creative, uh, ideas.
1: So you and came up with that. That is an original Bill Lutz idea.
0: I don't know if I'm the first one to ever do something like that but But you never saw anyone else do it. No. Genius. Yeah. Pure unless, genius. Unless unless Justin Sparks make build modify, he gave me a heck of a compliment which was like, "Dude, using another bench as the fence to your table saw, that's genius." Now, if he was being sarcastic, he might have done a video where he did that. But I'll have to go through I'm going to go while he's not really about. that Are you sure? Because I don't know about that guy. I don't know, but I'll go back. I'll watch every one of his videos again. So if Justin did it first, I've made like I've used saw
2: horses and other stands and tables and stuff to extend my table saw to hold, you know,
1: to slide eight foot sheets over the wrong way and stuff. Absolutely,
2: but yeah, no, the idea of putting a fence on another table that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it is a good idea. I've used baby strollers as additional. Off cut room, but I mean,
2: <laughs> that's what's in my garage. So use what you got, man. I use keyboards. Yeah. who
0: to my I wife's use. car? I just slide that plywood flies right onto the. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, nice a couple wax. of accidental
1: speed holes. So, yeah. so, yeah, what? Yeah, you know, so yeah. what? Excellent.
0: But yeah, I mean, so in, in every project, I think if you think about it, there's probably some little on the fly adjustments to the project that you're making that you have to come up with. And a lot of times you don't even think about it. I, like I said, I, I really wasn't thinking about that. It's like, hey, you know what? I've got this huge heavy piece of angle iron. That'll work. And mm-hmm. sure enough, it sat on top of the, the other bench. It, it was stable. I'm like, there I go, right? Boom. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. I always like whenever I have to problem solve, I sort of like – and obviously it's situational, right? It's different every time. I sort Correct. of go back into my into my memory bank of – Hmm. What did other people do of videos that I obsessively watch, uh, have done? What have they done? Right? So I, that's why I watch all the maker videos that I watch is because I'm looking for inspiration. I'm looking for tips. I'm looking to be entertained, all that stuff. But I, f- like, I feel like I'm just filing it away for the next time I screw something up and then I could pull out one of these tricks. And I can't even count how many times I've done that. It's just, it's. It's amazing. I
0: think. I think more often than not, you don't count. There's a lot of time. Like I said, some of this stuff is automatic. You probably don't even realize you just problem solved in the middle of a build. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of it is. It's just out of your mind. You don't even realize it. You just. You just continue. You go with the flow. You're filming so. it. You don't even think about it. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: And there's two types of problems. There's, like, the problem of, like, well, I have to fix something because it's wrong. Or, like, I don't have the tool to do this, so I need to figure out another tool to do it. There's all those, mm. like, kind of like, well, like, what Bill just did with his other bench. And then there's also the problem solving of, like, design. And I find that happens a lot because I have some basic idea of, like, oh, I'm going to put this together. And then I start doing it, and I'm like, you know what? The proportions aren't right. It just doesn't look right. Mm. How can I – or, like, this, this corner looks wrong. Like, how can I – so then there's like the like design on the fly too, which I think is, is equally important because even if you just get through to finish the project and it looks like crap, then you just made a crappy project,
1: you know? Yeah.
2: And sometimes I you have a great that. idea in your head and then you, you realize like, oh, that wasn't that great of an idea. what should you just do?
1: Well, I was telling you guys earlier that I just built a drawer for my planer stand. So, yeah. it was it was the first time I made a like a wooden handle for the drawer and I made it looks like a U, but I made the U too deep so it looks cartoonishly silly now. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just it's like it's 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 a, it's a
2: proportion it's, you haven't dealt with before. You know, I, I the guess, first yeah. Thing, yeah, you do it and it's awkward. Like you know, I mess I like to mess around making guitars and the, that's one of those things like a guitar you look at, it, it's like, oh everybody knows what a guitar looks like. It's this very it's a shape, it's like an eight, you know, right. or whatever. But man, it is real easy to screw up the, the the you know, perspective of that and to screw up the dimensions of that to yeah. just make it look stupid, you because
1: know? these are things that we have in our head that we know what normal looks like, even though exactly. you probably couldn't articulate it. Yeah, so now exactly. I'm gonna have to take it off and run it through the table saw and then I'll put it back on. But luckily the screw holes are deep enough so that I could just Drill them a little bit deeper and then put it back on. Yeah. So. But I was done with it last night. And I'm like, should I fix it? I know it's wrong. Should I fix it? Uh, I'll do it another time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times something is really amazing in my head and it just does not come out into real life that way. You guys probably never, ever seen that for me before, especially during the podcast.
1: I <laughs> know yeah, no. you're just- I've never seen those tangents where, that you go on, like, that you don't really plan the end of. You just keep talking until they just sort of fizzle it. out. On the fly. I've never Hello. seen that.
0: On the yeah. fly. Yeah. yeah. Our podcast <laughs> is on the fly. You even said, that, you know, our topic basically was on the fly, right? Oh, yeah. We
2: didn't even have a topic about 28
1: minutes ago when we started yeah. this podcast. Guys, guys, this is too much. This is too much. You, <laughs> you can't let them, you know, inside the backstage like this. They oh, think we plan on everything out.
0: So, so, let me, I, I, I'll give a-, a professionals. <clears throat> The, 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 uh, maybe I've said too much podcast will already be out, so I can say it now. But the topic is why podcast? And, and one of the questions after much screwing around and much fun and merriment, uh, Mike asked me is also, Bill, how do you guys come up with topics for your podcast? And one of my explanations was straight up a lot of times we just come up with a cool topic name and then figure out what the hell it means, you know, cause we don't, we, we have, we thought about it sometimes, but, Well, you know, uh, my, uh, most of my career
2: could actually be based on that. It's like, that's what I, because I like puns and I like silly things and I like to just do like, oh, well, you know, conceptual stuff. And so a lot of my best ideas and designs have been like that in a way. It's like, well, what's the most ridiculous thing I could make out of satellite dishes? I know a chair to watch TV in, you know, it's, and, that's, uh, and that's exactly it. It's like, and then there's that, or like the, the recent, the chromosome I just made, the, the, the DNA shaped marimba I made for the, the art prize in, in Michigan for Bosch. And it was like, they, they contact me and they're like, Hey, what's, what's the best amalgamation of science and art you can think of? And I was like, I know a chromosome that plays like an instrument. Sometimes I don't have to actually make them though, but then sometimes I do. And that's when that like on the fly thing is like, Oh, now I have to make this a reality. But that's what I love about this. This line of work too is that that problem solving and and, and just in figuring it out, you know,
1: for sure. But I think also some of it has to do with like just the practical day in day out mechanics of doing a podcast. I mean, we've done this is our 109th and ninth episode. Like, if we don't just start coming up with things more on the fly, like when we first started, we were doing the big topics, right? That you that you sort of right, expect and we've done... to get. Yeah. Like creativity and inspiration and safety. Yeah. And, you know, we covered the bases on the first, I don't know, 40 episodes. But now <laughs> it's got to be more, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to say obtuse or maybe more like, you know, fringe kind of topics that just mm-hmm. come up as, they, as our lives come up. So we have the opportunity to sort of flesh out the things that we've talked about in, in big scope before. So I think a lot of it just sort of has to do with the fact that we've just been doing this for so long.
0: Absolutely mm-hmm. and you got to realize that the the community itself, the maker community is a big part of that. Um, new experiences that we have with interactions, new people we meet, new things that are going on, being able to rely on the community like Tim you were saying which sometimes you come up with something so outrageous, can they reel you in you know because um, even though you come up with something it sounds amazing on the fly,
2: the is out you're running there those draw handle problems while you're starting right. to make it. like oh well there was a great idea but maybe it's not going to work. Yeah. But yeah. I
0: mean for example if you were if you were making an actual chest of drawers you know your first one you're trying to come up with something on the fly sometimes you step back and you go, let me reach out and and see what other people think. For example when when you two approached me with the the podcast and you're like hey Bill we really want to do this podcast called Reclaim Billio and I was like no no that's <laughs> That's too much. Let me reel you guys in. Let's. Yeah. It's it's something that people listen to. Reclaimed audio is what we should call it. So, you're welcome. Honest Please.
1: to God, he probably really believes that.
0: He might.
1: Yeah, he might. <laughs> so delusional. He's sitting there like, like you know when Homer Simpson had those daydreams about how he was super buff and he was getting all these naked women. To, that's Bill. He's like, hmm. I am. a... <laughs> reclaim billio that makes sense <laughs> is that
2: what it's called i don't know uh, it's not you know um yeah there, there, there is that part of it too i had a the, over the summer there was a this one uh post that holds up my my uh porch the, the roof of my porch and um mm-hmm. it's actually the same roof that's attached to my house so it's you know kind of important and, um, yeah, posts most, uh, whatever,
1: it's but so kind of a big deal.
2: It was, there was like some rot in that area. And so I went and I, I thought it wasn't anything that was, um, structural, but then there was this one post that was actually part of, you know, that was a structural post that I had to repair. And, uh, and so I'm looking at it and I had an idea on the fly. I'm like, well, I know what I could do. Cause I don't want to take the whole post out and get the, you know, Joyce, uh, you know, get the thing on the, hold my roof up and get a whole eight, four by eight. I wanted to just get it done today. And I was like, well, what if I, what if I sistered in a half lap? Yeah underneath it with some pressure yeah. treated right and i'm like and then i'm like okay and then you know put some caulk in there paint it, it'll look fine and uh and then i was like is that kosher and so i said i know i'll call andy berkey and you know he's a, another member of our maker community online so i you know, he knows how to make stuff not fall down, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> on so his I, resume, actually. Yeah, so I, I got him on, a you know, a Facebook, uh, you know, live chat, and I showed him the problem. I explained to him my solution, and he was the one, I was, you know, like, well, could I just put a piece under He was the one saying, we'll do a half lap, and then it'll be, that'll actually be up to code. And I was like, great. And so, like, on the fly, and we have this community that's there to, like, back us up. And I know people, there's there's several people that have called me in the past and texted me like, hey, I'm working on this. And they sent me a picture like, how can I do this? And sometimes I can't help them and sometimes I can, you know, and that's great. And that's what I, which kind of brings me to where I thought we could take this conversation too about how I feel like one of the things that we're all doing together on the fly. And one of the reasons that we're all connected now because of the technology is that there's this, been this shift in manufacturing you know, where it's shifted to this overseas manufacturing like model, and this, um, and this like large manufacturing model, which has put a lot of people maybe, you know, on the sidelines. Uh, people like us that want to manufacture on this, you know, more intimate or local level. And I almost feel like um, maybe that's something that we're doing on the fly is that we're building this sort of quote unquote union among each other. Like, we're, that's why this maker movement's happening is that we're all coming together to like almost be like, we're not going to take it. Like, I make stuff too. Don't go there. Don't go to that store come to me, go to Bill Lutz, go to Phil. And I, I know not maybe for you as much, Bill, because you're not doing it for a living, but I think a lot of us are, or, or we're trying to. And uh, and that's something we're doing on the fly. So we're figuring out how we can, as individual cells,
0: compete with this larger entity. It's, I was going to say it, it's something that um I, I, I think it's cyclical. It's, it's happened, uh, meaning that sure. it's – it's coming back around, just like yeah. bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I know. They came back it's... twice now, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they're just a
2: good uh, idea. No. <laughs> well,
0: it, it's, it's – it, <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, tight I... up top,
2: loose at the bottom. What's the problem? Yeah. It's great for looks, bad for walking
0: in rainstorms. <laughs> well, it depends upon what you – see, I used to attach pets to the bottom of my – anyway. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's it's kind of weird because, in a way, technology is taking away some of the manufacturing jobs – but mm-hmm. in, in the form that it's bringing people back together, and now you, you're right, there's this thing now, this wave that's happening of this, this smaller technology of people putting things together themselves, making, becoming small, little, independent business owners. Um, so technology is actually what's helping that resurge. Partly because we're connecting, and also because now the technology is affordable and accessible to
2: the average Correct. person. We can all have CNC machines and plasma, or plasma cutters and laser cutters, and all this stuff is, is something we can afford now.
0: Well it's something too that we it brings us together on the fly. It's like, hey, I can I can i I've got an idea to make this uh, a metal square thing and call it something that sounds like Tim Sway air or ska Sk- 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 <laughs> Anyway, um, but this technology, this community, you know, on the fly, you're coming up with this, you have an idea, da-da-da. You now aren't afraid. You know how to reach out to find how can I get this? How can I get this locally, and have it made. You know what I mean? It's it's mm. like that whole mindset is being created because of this movement as well.
2: Ten if I had the idea ten years ago, I probably would have never pursued it because I wouldn't have known how to. That's
0: I wouldn't what have I, mean, right? I wouldn't
2: have known like well what's you know, like I originally I wanted to have it cut and I wanted to have all the printing, you know, laser etched into it. And then you start talking about how much nitrogen that involves and, you know, and how long it takes a machine to do that and you start getting into the cost. Because I know a guy that has one of these half million dollar machines, you know. Now, I didn't know that. Ten, ten years ago, I been like, oh, I have this idea. And i been like, ah, oh, it cost me a million dollars to make these and I don't know how to do it. Blah blah. blah. And I would have given it up and, and and moved on to something I could do. And mm-hmm. as we grow and as we connect and as these these individual cells that are all competing against this larger, you know – uh, life form. As we connect and we and we merge, we're, we're strengthening ourselves and we're finding the ability to like. Well, I don't know how to do that, but I bet Tim Sway does, and maybe Phil can help me with this. And oh, I know that guy in Germany. If I ship him there, he can mail him here. And it's um, it's all you coming know what together.
1: that is. I'll tell you what that is. What? That is um, a modern day cottage industry.
2: Yes, yes. So that's what I feel w- yeah.
1: we're heading towards. So I'll elaborate. Uh, two years ago, I was in India when we first started this podcast, yeah. right? I was, we had to delay it because I was going on a business trip. So I'm in the home decor business and there's a lot of sort of different materials that go into making a table lamp or a mirror or whatever it is. So when I was in India, I, I would see the way these things are done. They're not done in big factories. Um, and, and the factories that they do have are really more assembly, um, facilities. And what they do is they have a cottage industry. So you'll have sort of like a little town and all they do is glass. Uh, domes or glass, whatever. Like they're just a cottage industry of little, of little glass blowers. And then the next town over is going to be like the woodworking. And then the town after that is going to be the ironworks. And then you've got like in the bigger, major, major centers, all of these things are imported, brought in, you know, piecemeal. And like all these people are paid by the piece. And then it's assembled in a factory. And it was sort of dished. Out. The plans were dished out, and then the pieces were paid for by the piece. So that's what I feel like we're headed towards. Like that's sort of like an archaic model, and a little bit more. I don't, I don't want to say the word primitive, but it, it just sort of that's the way it evolved. But now we are, you know. Oh, I know a guy who's got a laser. Oh, I know a guy who's got a CNC, and we and we can. And I got to know a guy who does a water jet. I and now I know the guy who has the experience to tell me how to do this. And we all come together because of the internet to build these products and to make these ideas come come to life through this internet connected cottage industry.
2: Well, you know, my, my, and I know I've said this on the podcast before because I talk about this all the time, but my 21st century vision of that is I get, I get bent on the fact that like there's going to, there's going to be a tree cut down here and it's going to get shipped over here where this guy's going to mill it and then ship it over there where they're going to make it into something so it can get shipped back over here to where this person's going to buy it. And I see this network that's forming, especially as the technology, the CNC technology comes in, which is why I'm embracing it and trying to learn it is that Mm -hmm. if I have a design, and I can make something and I have a customer in California that wants it. Instead of me cutting down the tree over there and shipping it over here, blah, 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 all that whole story, I can send the file to the guy in California who has the local tree that can sell it to the local customer. You know, I get a commission. He gets a commission. We all work together in this sort of symbiotic like way. And I know that's very hippie and socialist and stuff, but I see it as a potential business model for us to compete with larger companies, you know. It's –
1: it's the Star Trek replicator. You know, you can make fun it of it exactly being a all you want. The so That's replicator. what it is. <laughs> all right. you're, you're, you're turning know, you're electricity <laughs> into an object. <laughs> right. Basically, Right. Yeah, Absolutely. It, and and, and you're like, beaming I'm, things to different places. And and if I, you take well, a look I, at things like additive manufacturing, it's the same thing. Yeah. You literally can take, like, you know, with now, like... Uh, well,
2: 3D printing and...
1: 3D printing, but yeah. also metal, because they use sintered metal. So you can yeah. 3D print metal now. So you yeah. could beam this across the country, something that you designed over here, and this guy's got it in his hands... You know, in twelve hours or whatever it is, like and, faster than you could even mail it.
2: And you know, I'm experimenting with it a little bit, like I did last year. I did my my anti Black Friday or pro Plaid Friday <laughs> video it was a was a you know a toy that I designed that could be CD or CNC cut on anywhere, and I, I provided the files. And then this year, j- just now, I I put out my in my latest Square video talking about the the sales of them. I made a little wall hanger. And so I, 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 uh, I just put the files out open source, whether it's PDF, so you can use it and cut it with a chisel in it, you know, by hand. Or if you have a CNC machine, there's DXF files. The idea being like, well, yeah, I can make it for you or you can make your own. Let's see what happens. And I would be just like so excited to see five, 10 people like take this file and actually produce this, because it's just like that. Fine, the, we'll make one cheese. I, please. I know you have a CNC. And, you know, just because it will make that, like, it'll. it's like the realization of that. It's like seeing the replicator happen in, like, in the technology that we have right now. It's just super well, cool. It's it's,
0: it's it's giving everybody the ability to actually pursue on-the-fly ideas more. You know, that, that confidence is now up there. Yeah, it's, mm, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's no, prototyping a like CNC said, ten-
2: versus with a handsaw.
0: Yeah, ten years yeah. ago you wouldn't have thought about it, you wouldn't have had the information, you wouldn't had, you know, to even pursue it. But now with the technology, with the community as it's growing, on the fly is becoming more accessible to everybody. I mean
2: Right. If you I mean you have an idea for a sprocket and you can get your you can get your coping saw out and you can cut it. Right. Right. And then it's like, and then it's like, "Oh, it's not quite right. I need to make it like two millimeters longer." So you get another piece of wood, you get another coping saw. Right. Four hours later, and then came the scroll saw. So now you cut it down to an hour. You know. Now you got the CNC machine. You can pop that. You can you can print five different sizes at once and see which
1: one's going to work in your. But that's prototyping, right? It's iterative. Yeah. But uh, what we were talking about, like I was talking about the cottage industry before, but as we talk, I feel like the cottage industry is becoming digital and is becoming more collaborative. Exactly. So that like. I'm not that good at the designing software, but if Tim already has a file that's done or Bill, once you get into it, you've got a file that's done or I can help you out and send you. So like the the contribution that we're sending maybe isn't as a glass blower and I'm sending you a glass dome for you to finish off your project. Maybe it's literally just a design. Then you press go on your machine and it prints it out.
2: Where's the value? Is the value in the material or is it
1: in the idea? Well, I, I mean, it's. I don't. Know. I can say it's probably seventy-five, twenty-five, right? It was, it's the it was a rhetorical. And then the material. No, but,
0: or is it or is the value <laughs> no, in the ability? Is the value in the ability to even do any of it? Well, that and there's yes.
1: a, there's value in that too. You know, absolutely. Well, and but where do you weigh the value? I think that's right. The topic On of the another On the value
0: podcast. scale, hello. It's a five point
1: three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a, a little little funny. Just a little bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> grams we don't work in grams we're american
0: <laughs> i actually i do work in grams um, you all work in grams well actually years ago i used to work in grams when i never mind i'm gonna talk about that but i uh <laughs> now in order no but I, seriously now i do work in grams because we weigh the dragons on a regular basis it's part of their just to help and we use a kitchen scale and put a plate on it set the bearded dragon on it and like lulu is now over 500 grams which means he's over a pound i I yeah, never would have Seriously. It's 1.1 it's,
1: pounds, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. He's a big little dragon. I didn't big know Tony Walnuts was Walnut going to have to work dragon. so hard to kill this thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Pope Tony Walnuts would out. know that his name was Johnny Walnuts. Oh, is it Johnny Walnuts? It's John Tony Walnuts. It should be Tony Timmy Walnuts. Timmy That's Walnuts, not even
0: funny. No. And Timmy There's Walnuts no is... a mafia no. named Timmy. Oh, okay, Tim, you like, Forget all it. You are not a mobster. You're never going to be a mobster. It's just not going to work.
1: They were all named Timmy. You've never seen pale ginge mobsters? No, Mobs.
0: <laughs> pale, ginger, vegetarian mobsters. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Hey yo, whoa, hey, is there a steak on that plate? Because yeah. Johnny Walnuts don't yeah. eat no steak.
0: <laughs> you got any more broccoli?
2: What
1: is this with all
0: broccoli? the broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of broccoli, uh, Tim, on your video, I, 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 I so enjoyed where you go in your video and your vision, everything about it. And my comment was just like, uh, I, it's just amazing and. I'm not saying, like, in the way that the broccoli smell follows you around. And you said, ask me about asparagus. <laughs> so I'm asking you now about asparagus. I think everybody what?
2: knows about asparagus, don't they?
0: This The smell that follows the you around? The smell.
2: Yeah, the pea smell. Asparagus pee. When You've you farted, eaten aspar- like, Have you ever eaten asparagus?
0: I love asparagus.
1: Yeah. And well, then your pee smells funny after. Next time you pee.
0: Oh, your pee. I thought it was yeah. like, oh, I thought you were saying, like, if you farted, on, it smelled like asparagus. No,
1: I did I.
2: That, well, I'm glad you asked because I'm, we needed to clear this up. <laughs>
0: we really, really did, and that was on the fly, folks. This was this was like we did not script that at all. No, what? We were,
2: this wasn't rehearsed. Th- that bit wasn't rehearsed. I can't believe it. It was so
1: well. The ex-
0: vein on the side of Phil's head right now is not rehearsed.
1: <laughs> nope, that's on the fly. Phil, <laughs> your eyes twitching. <laughs> Drink your daddy water. It's <laughs> probably from, from working with two consummate professionals.
0: <laughs> now, a consummate professional—is that legal? I know in Nevada is right where they—they're consummating all the time. So, and they're professionals. And um, are we done with this part of the topic? <laughs> Do have we have a sound
1: effect of crickets? We could be adding.
2: I, hang on. Let Can me you look source for, one of those for me. Hang, let me look for them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there we go.
1: It's like a gigantic cricket yeah. One that can play Pissed trumpet. off cricket. Yeah.
2: <laughs> can I say pissed off on a podcast?
0: Yes. Well, you, you can now. We've earned out. it. Yep. Yep. On the after, fly <laughs> After 109 episodes,
1: yeah. you have earned it. We don't care yes. about that explicit rating anymore. <laughs> we care a little bit. Let's yeah. Actually, we care. Settle down them. now. Yeah. You don't yeah. Have
2: to. Gosh darn it, we do care. That's right.
1: Heck, golly! Yeah. So, um, I guess I guess we're done with this one. And yeah. on the fly, let's move on to what we're watching. Uh, oh, Tim, do you go Wilkers. first? Can I go first?
2: Gee, golly, G. Gee. <laughs> Gosh darn it! I wanted to tell you about my super swell friend. <laughs> um, they know who I am. Nope, not that one. Uh, well, his his name is Thomas Bache, but he goes by uh, Infinite Craftsman, and he's a, a local fellow in uh, Connecticut, and. He just, his, his latest video, he's got a small channel. He's just kind of starting it. And he was at my shop a few months ago. We were talking about it in YouTube and, and making his stuff. Super cool guy. And, uh, and he just put out his most recent video where he made a Christmas tree ornament on the lathe from last year's Christmas tree, which I just think is cool as heck, right? I mean, that's just like upcycling, reclaiming, meta. It's got, a, it's got all the bases covered to make me happy. So I wanted to mention that video is a short little video. He just turns this, this, Simple, well, not simple, but a, a nice little like kind of tree shaped ornament out of a tree. And I thought it was great. So, a nice job. And uh, check that one out.
0: What about you, Phil? What are you watching?
1: Oh, no, we don't do it that way. What are you yeah. watching? No, because <laughs> <no>, <laughs> Phil's still looking through his list to decide what he's watching. Well,
0: I, well, I already got mine, argued,
1: but that's not
0: what we do. Yeah. I, I let it slip and, and I said, uh, uh, Brian Lane, Wooden Creations with a Z. Um, Brian. Uh, turned phil and i on to the restorer through the inventor of the restorer so we wanted to give him a thank you for that but also he's just he's an amazing person in the community he's a heck of a maker he does videos everything from yogurt cup dispensers to the world's first youtube fireworks plunger bomb exploding thing
2: he also started the Doresta of us i was gonna yeah. say yeah.
0: the Doresta of us ice pick challenge um that and, and now he's into his cnc his latest uh I, I, I might watch this even though it has nothing to do with me. Uh Inventables Easel, how to use easel in less than seven minutes. That might be something Phil you would want to watch. No. Mm-hmm. not you're not too bright, so. But anyway, no, I digest. No. I digest. Hold on. Uh um, yeah, Phil Phil's very slowly bright. and
1: loudly, yes. Yeah, and he's using the good <laughs> stuff too. <so.
0: laughs> uh no, seriously, uh the guy's a great great um member of the community and we appreciate you, Brian. We love you. So everybody check out Brian Lane, wooden creations on YouTube. He's on Instagram and I'm sure he slithers around in other forms of social media. That's who I'm watching because that's a, that's a great recommendation to talk about how someone slithers around in social media. Well, it's like, it's like wending your way through the social media construct to, to lend a helping hand. When you know, on the fly, just just like oh yeah, traditionally slithering is used as a compliment when
1: you're huge, just, huge yeah. compliment. Most cultures, yeah. yeah,
0: just like on Harry Potter, right? The, the most popular club was the Slytherins. Oh yeah,
1: that, yep, yep. That's nope. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know, for anyone who's ever met Bill and is like, oh my god, look at this guy. He's huge. He's such like a like a butchy like real man of a man. <laughs> and <laughs> then a, he talks what? about he's Harry a, Potter and <laughs> Slytherin, and I'm like. Wow. <laughs> Wearing his salmon-colored shirts. Okay. I am watching. Oh, Phil, what are you watching? I am watching, and I'm definitely going to say this wrong, Stian Hammervald, So he's an electrician living in Fjaldal, northern Norway. Oh, you nailed and, it. Right? You basically thought <laughs> you know, I was I, Norwegian there, I right? I just
0: got cold because Nor- I imagined I was in Norway. Yeah, well, listen,
1: I'm 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 a man of many, uh, some talents. Um, so, he just did a video, and I watched it, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, it's called Plywood Reclaimed Oak Coffee Table, so it was like a nested coffee table, and he made one out of plywood, and the other one was from reclaimed oak, and sort of like one looks super modern, and the other one looks a little bit more rustic, and they sort of go together. So, I oh, love that. That's cool. So my friend Tim calls it chauffeur, chauffeur. Contrast. Oui, mon frère. Oui. Oui. Oui, absolument, mon
2: frère. <laughs> oh, uh, sacre bleu. <laughs>
1: exactement. Non, non, j'aime cette... Uh, ça regarde bien. Oui. Uh, je ne comprends pas français. Oh, non? Mm. Okay, je so, so que not, not, to, not to interrupt,
0: but it just, yeah. it just crossed my mind. If, so that, Tim calls it faux choix or whatever. <laughs> if,
1: that means wrong choice, by the way. <laughs> I know. which is a bit hilarious. Faux choix means false choice. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start with, calling it that. Which, which is ironic since that's what Bill is. <laughs> 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 Go on,
2: Fauchois, mon frere.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you, the play on your name, you know, the, the square, everything like that. So if you were like somebody who knew how to put things together in a room in a way that just everything flowed nice. Would we call that fung sway? I know. I know. Ah? that's uh,
1: That was Tim the horn? 10 years ago. Yeah. Tim the horn? Oh, Tim yeah. the horn? I got to do it again? Can yeah.
0: Hey, you
1: know what? You're becoming I, very skilled at that horn.
2: I forgot I forgot to mention at the top, uh, I had uh, Jeff Shaw at my shop just yesterday. Oh, hi, Jeff. I was recording earlier. He's oh, well, right.
1: your intern, yes. Yeah, my, <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs> I made the little video. Because uh, he plays, he's, well, he's in Rhode Island, so he's not far away. And I had met Jeff at Duressa's house a while back, and he had a trumpet there. He was messing around. I was like, oh, he played the trumpet. And so we've been joking about how he should come in and do the... We couldn't work it out for time and watch him to come in and actually just play the trumpet work during one of our podcasts, but he came to my shop and we were hanging out for a couple of hours and I recorded him
0: playing the trumpet
2: in my shop a little bit, so that'll be appearing talk, again in a video.
0: Talk about this community, how amazing and white it is. Seriously, Jeff has been to your shop. He's yeah. been to mine. Jeff Shaw has been to your shop too?
2: Oh, he went out to Maker Faire Live.
0: Yeah. It's just weird this when year. I think about it. You know, Somebody who lives in Rhode Island was actually hanging out was in my garage out in my backyard partying with everybody else. So that was that's cool. Yeah, he's, he's you, a Jeff. Super cool dude. Yeah, he's a yes, super cool dude.
2: And he never um visited me,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that was great the time he He doesn't you. actually like you. I mean he's he's like that's, I mean he's he literally he, he was an Eagle Scout. This is one of the nicest persons I've ever met. He likes Laura Comp. We met that's where I met him I think first he I think he went on the tour with Laura and and all of us, April Wilkerson and stuff and then we got the conversation it's like Phil Pinsky and he just like he got visibly shooken. It was almost like he shuddered and I'm like, Jeff, don't what, don't you love Phil the way all of us do? And he just he just shook his head. He couldn't even speak. He just You can't see me right now, everybody. I'm shaking my head like this.
1: You know what I think he'll let like me he'll like me a lot better once I make him the new co host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That was on the fly. That was on the fly.
0: That was good. Well done, that You're was right. I do. I just kind of lob them in there for yeah, you guys. There is. There's our, yeah.
1: there's our little league softball coach.
0: Come on, buddy. Yeah, you can
2: right. hit this one. You You can do it, little buddy. Oh, here comes a fastball. Look out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Our channels. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Check out Phil Pinsky. Uh, now that uh, you know, it's looking a little bit more up. Check out IronAndSoul.com because I'll be able to fulfill those orders. Yeah, um, WilliamLutz.com. William um, like, What's that? I,
2: I've been waiting for that little hand plane I ordered.
1: I, yeah. I bet you have.
2: I I was thinking about writing a, a strongly worded letter to your human resources department or some other department. I don't know. You,
1: you would not be the first. I have been getting emails. So I've been getting Counts, it from my, my Counsel square.
0: at. Pinsky dot Yeah, cancel that, Phil Pinsky at Iron and
2: soul.com. Yeah, <laughs> I've been getting them too for the square from people. Who are like, hey, I ordered this on October twenty fourth. It's like, yeah, it was a pre order. I'm actually on schedule. I'm sorry, it's taking so long because it felt like forever ago. But yeah, you know when you say in October, like, oh yeah, they'll be shipping the first week of December. And then it's like the first week of December is six weeks away. Just
0: you know? You're not helping, Tim. Phil, yeah. relax. Like, yeah. We love you. Yeah. The community says we support you. There's no time limit on my love, buddy. There's no time limit on my love. But, well, but hurry up. I hear you. I got about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems ambitious. All right.
1: WilliamLutz.com. Thank you to Justin Sparks for that. TimSway.net. Thank you to Jason Payne for that. Both those websites contain many, many, many links to all of their social media platforms. So and hit yours. them up if you and oh, and mine as well. well actually, yeah. Bills, mine
0: doesn't, bills my them. last interruption, right. Justin, if you're listening, do me a favor. Could you add at maybe podcast link to williamloose.com? cuz they they were nice enough to have me on their show. Thank you, Your, Justin. Because that's like
1: it's going to turn into one of those geo cities yeah. like internet listings.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but if that means a big hug fest because I love my community, then that's okay with me. It
1: doesn't mean that. but we I think he's just, it anyway. just
2: preparing for when we replace him with Mike Laffey here, and then they replace Mike Laffey with
1: him over there, because that <laughs> sounds like a pretty good idea <laughs> right <old> now. The <laughs> old switcheroo. The oldest trick in the book. What'd you early? believe?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the shoe phone trick. Contact us for show topic... Uh, I'm going to say that again. Do it again. Co- contact us for show topic suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. Email info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio, or... On any one of our social media platforms, really doesn't matter. Uh, do I we have an use... Instagram? No. Do Do I? No, oh, no. The I, podcast.
0: I, yeah, I tried to tag at Reclaimed Audio or what, on uh, Instagram, and so we don't. Nope.
1: No, we don't. But any you, you can monitor a hashtag if you want to keep so, up yeah, on. Yeah, hashtag it. instead of at, use the hashtag symbol.
0: Yeah. Why sure. can't and, we uh, be on Instagram? We could. We
1: could. We have decided that we don't want to monitor yet one more. Social media platform that we've we filmed
2: that we would money. have to
1: watch, yeah,
0: because <laughs> wow. I don't know about you we, I... th- we think you have too much time on your hands, and yeah. yeah. It.
1: We think that right. too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By oh, the way, you promised me two interruptions ago that it was your last interruption.
2: Can I interrupt for a second? Sure. <laughs> You and got you, it, Tim. What's and up? you thought we were gonna wrap up early? They <laughs> um, really did. Speaking of Instagram, I'm at Tim'sway1 on Instagram, and all this week I'm I'm doing Square related giveaways. Uh, so if you want to <laughs> jump on there, I'm giving it like uh, there's just go go to my Instagram, and I'm gonna do a bunch. Of, I'm doing a whole bunch of giveaways on Instagram this week. So I just
0: want are to there see. any underscores in Tim'sway1?
2: No, there are no underscores. Unlike William underscore, underscore underscore Lutz or whatever the hell you are.
1: <laughs> he has he has two underscores yeah. to underscore the importance of looking up William Lutz.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes me feel important. Yeah. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent.
1: On iTunes, leave us those reviews. They're super important.
0: There's a link to,
1: to leaving reviews on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. You can just click on there and it'll take you right to a little script that takes you to being able to re- leave a review. I've made it easy. And Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. The absolute best way to help out three dudes who are making a podcast about stuff. And uh, you get access to the pre-show, which is super fun. Woo! There <laughs> you go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Whoa! Bye, everybody! Be good. Be good.